Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. I feel like the past few podcast episodes, I have this image of me as like a puppy dog coming to you guys with my tail in between my legs because I'm so ashamed of how long it's been since I've podcast. Um, but I'm not really ashamed, but I guess maybe I am subconsciously because literally that image of a puppy dog keeps coming <laughs> to my mind. So hi, I'm here again. Um, I need to do some work to release that pressure because yes, consistency is important, but I also have to focus on me and my business and taking care of the things that make me money. And as much as I love this podcast and I love talking with you guys, it's not a direct like making me money aspect. And so I have taken a break. I took like a a pretty long break in December, honestly. I took a week of straight up, deleted my Instagram, no social... Well, I was... I had Facebook, but I, like, don't really browse Facebook too often. Um, I deleted my Instagram app, and it was awesome. <laughs> it was really awesome. I mean, it was fun to download the app again and, like, get inspired and whatever, but it really was nice to, like, take that cleanse and kind of clear my mind. And I also, I quite literally cleansed my business where I put all of my courses on a complete flash sale, insane price bundle, and I'm never selling them again. So if for some reason you, like, randomly missed out on that, I'm sorry because <laughs> it was a really good deal, but don't worry. I have so many good things. I have an amazing thing coming today that I am excited to tell you more about, but yeah, it just felt really nice at the end of the year to like wipe it, it all clean. And this year has kind of been and every single business is going to have a period where this happens. And if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling in a rut, if you're feeling uninspired, um, I would recommend first of all, taking a break and then going into this period where I, the thing that I did last year, and that was basically throwing shit against the wall and seeing what stuck and just kind of doing things and doing things that sounded exciting or maybe that I felt like I should do and just kind of being reckless and impulsive and putting things on sale and then doing this and deciding to launch this and opening one-on-one like it was just like uh when I look back on 2019 I look back on it as a lot of chaos (laughs) in a good way I like chaos I think I thrive on chaos but moving into 2020 and just as I grow my business and as I set it up for more stability and add systems and whatever and create more space for me to just have time to not like have to think about anything um I am really working on systemizing everything and bringing more intention to the things that I create and so part of that was me like having this cleanse and it was really nice um but I don't remember I was telling you that oh December December I took a long break there was something else that I was gonna tell you um but anyways I took a break in December and it was good and I'm glad to be back oh okay money making activities I remember what it was so I'm recording this on my phone if you can't tell by the crappy quality I and I also think I have kind of a cold but don't realize it I did like a bonus recording for one of my courses that's going on right now and I listened back and I was like I sound like I have bronchitis or something I guess I just sound stuffed up I should have neti potted or something before I did this podcast episode but I'm here you're you're getting what you get and I know it's gonna be a really good episode 
because we're going to be talking about retreats, all the retreats I went on last year, how they helped me, the things I didn't like about them. Um, because as I'm moving into next week, I am doing my first ever in-person retreat and I'm so excited. I have six amazing women coming, um, from all over. Honestly, we have some people who are from Utah and then we have a few other people who are coming from other places in the country. And I'm, just so excited seriously like the next few days are going to be hard to get through because I just want it to be here already um so that's something that I'm really excited about and looking back on the past year I'm really thinking about okay what retreats did I love what helped me in those retreats and then what did I not love how could I make this retreat that I'm hosting better for the people who are coming um so I'm just really brainstorming around all of that and on top of it I'm really excited so I'm, I, as I was planning this retreat and getting everything ready and planning the workshops, um, we have a few workshops every single day. Uh, we're going to have lots of journaling. Like it's just going to be, it's going to be so good. And when I launched, it's called the six or not six figure. <laughs> I'm so used to selling the six figure CEO mastermind. That's the last thing I was selling. It's called the CEO slumber party. And as I was, when I launched this, it sold out in two days. It completely sold out. I had six spots open. It was a higher level thing. I thought it was going to take me a few weeks to sell, but it sold out in two days. And there was a lot of people who were really bummed that they couldn't get in. And I under, I like, I totally get why. I mean, a lot of times we can't just pull that type of money out of thin air. I mean, we, we technically can, but <laughs> sometimes it may not feel like totally available. And so I get it. And I wanted to make an option available to those of you who wanted to get on the, the retreat, who want to start your year off with a bang and start your year off with alignment and stability and creating these processes in your business and creating this success and this abundance. And you want to be able to do it in a sort of retreat format. Um, I wanted to create an offer for you guys so you could still get in on it and do it at a lower price point so that it's available to a lot more of you. So I am offering the CEO slumber party as a virtual online retreat. So what that means is as we start the retreat next week, um, you are going to receive the workshops that we'll be doing in person. You'll receive them through the course portal. So you're going to get access to all the workshops, all the journaling. It's going to be so good. It's such a great way for you to be able to experience this energy of a retreat because the way that I format workshops and things like that for a course are totally different than a retreat. Like a retreat is really all about going deep within and kind of like retreating and taking a step away and saying, what do I want my business to be like? That's why it's so perfect that it's at the beginning of the year um, because you can take the time to to do that. And it's not going to be a super long thing. Like it's, it's going to be a few workshops each day that you can take, you know, 30 minutes or so to dive deeper on and kind of be thinking about throughout that day as you're going through your normal business duties or whatever that looks like. Um, but it's just going to be wildly expansive. I'm so just stoked. I'm so stoked to offer this to you guys. I wasn't sure how I was going to be able to do it. And then it all just came to me when I was driving as all my ideas come to me. So I'm really excited about that. Hit the link in the show notes or head over to my Instagram to get in on that. There's early bird pricing until this Friday and then it's going to go up and it'll only be available for enrollment until the end of the retreat. So you can hop on while it's in progress. But again, you're going to save a lot more doing the early bird pricing. If you have any questions at all, again, hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM and I will let you know if it's right for you. But when I created this retreat and as I've been going through and creating the workshops and the trainings and whatever... 
I really, it's for any business owner, any person who has a business who's seeking more alignment. I don't care if you've made zero dollars. I don't care if you've made $5 million. This online retreat will help you. And the people who are coming to this retreat in person, they have all sorts of different kinds of businesses. We have artists, we have boutique owners, we have photographers, we have, um, designers. We have, I'm trying to think of everybody who is coming yeah, I think we have like quite a few photographers actually, which is interesting, but I love it. I think it's because it's like creative. It's similar to how I started my business, but, um, I'm so excited. If you have any questions, DM me, but let me get into talking about retreats, what I loved about them, what I hated about them. Um, let me first say, I am so glad before I get into everything I, and this is going to be like unbiased, unbiased review of every single retreat that I bet on. I am so glad I went on every single retreat. I am so glad for the things it taught me. Every single time I came back feeling inspired in different ways with each one. But I always came back feeling inspired and rejuvenated in a way that like my energy was restored. A lot of times I came back exhausted. But I feel like my creativity was rejuvenated. I wouldn't, like looking back, I wouldn't wish that I hadn't gone to any of them. Uh, they were all amazing in different ways. And I've been to a lot of different types. So I'll just start at the beginning of the year and I'll kind of go through and tell you about each of them. Um, and the things that come up and I, I, I'm recording this on my phone because I am still in St. George at my parents' house. And this, it actually made me think of something as I was recording, as I was about to press record. And I've done a lot of work to feel comfortable speaking my truth and to feel comfortable, like talking about things and not being shy. I mean, I've, I'm, was born a person who like kind of didn't give enough about what people thought of me. I am happy to be like an individual and be unique, but there's still, there is a certain safety and being in your own little bubble where you don't have to worry about what anybody is thinking about what you're saying, what anybody is wondering about how you talk or what you're talking about or the questions you ask, or especially with podcasting. And it just made me think how important it is as business, business owners, that we have some place to retreat, especially as we're getting into this and talking about retreats and talking about how you can get into the energy of a retreat, um, how you can kind of create that own space for you, especially if you get in on the online retreat. Uh, one of the modules I'm going to teach you like how to create the energy of a retreat. And that happens when you are just in your own little bubble thinking about you and your business. And a lot of times we don't have that time. We don't have that time to step back and think about our business, the overarching picture, instead of just like, what needs to happen next? What fire do I need to put out next? And so I think just even moving into the beginning of the year, how can you create a space that inspires you, that motivates you where it's just yours? And if that's in your car, that's in your car. If that's a certain coffee shop that you sit in the same place that has the most best lighting, most best lighting, that has the best lighting, um, that motivates you and you can get your favorite cappuccino or like whatever that is for you. If that's your closet, if you have to get rid of some of your clothes to create a little desk space in your closet, I just really want to stress the importance of you having this little bubble where you can work on your business and have no judgments coming, have nobody thinking and have your mind not think who cares if people are actually judging you or not. Your mind still might kind of worry about like, Oh, what, it, what are they thinking about what I'm saying? Are they noticing me talk like this? Whatever like whatever the stupid things we think of having that safe space is so important but 
I'm in my car. <laughs> As I am a lot of times, even now when I have like, like I have my own house and whatever, I still love just like the safety bubble of being in my own car. It just feels like a sanctuary. But because of that, I don't have the notes <laughs> that I wrote up. But so hopefully just writing the notes because I wrote them on my phone, writing the notes maybe will help me remember what I was going to talk about. But if it doesn't come out, then I will trust that you guys didn't need to hear it. Um, so First of all, I want to say I count vacations as retreats too. So vacations that have nothing to do with my business, vacations that I've taken my sisters on, vacations that I have um, gone on with friends, whatever, any sort of time away from my home, I count as a retreat. Now, the only time I don't like technically count it as that is going to visit my parents' house because I feel like when I go home, it's just a different energy. Um, so I don't really count that. I feel like that's the one time I can like not worry about my business as much is when I'm like at home. I think it's because I go like back into inner child mode and like I let my mom cook all my meals and whatever. So it's nice, honestly. Um, but everything else I do count as a retreat. So I'm going to talk about all of those different times um, and just the things that I learned from them and the things that kind of helped me with in my business. Because every single whatever person in the world is doing a recap of their 2019. And I thought of doing like 10 things I've learned in 2019 or whatever, but it just felt so boring. So instead, I'm going to tell you about the retreats that I went on and what I learned from those. So beginning of the year, I went to, I took my sister, this happened before, yeah, this happened before Alt Summit. So my first trip of the year was to Disneyland. I surprised my sisters at the end of last year with a trip to Disneyland for Christmas. And we went to Disneyland. And honestly, during this trip, I, money wasn't to the point where it was like, obviously flowing easily and I remember there was a few times on the trip where I was like oh like I'm a little worried about money right now and like I remember I launched something randomly and the money easily flowed in like the money easily flo flowed in as I was having fun with my sisters as I was at Disneyland I showed up I listened to the ping that the universe told me launch this program like do this put this on flash sale and I didn't have to do any work I remember I did kind of I have like a really good memory actually of because we stayed at the Grand California and it was Grand Californian at Disneyland and it was so that's like one of my best memories I'm a big person about hotels you know this about me you all know this about me if we've listened to both of my podcasts but I have a really good memory of sitting like in front of the fireplace at the hotel and working on before we went to Disneyland I was working for a few hours and it was just kind of this moment of appreciation for the fact that I took my sisters to Disneyland on money I had made in my business, and then I was able to show up there and play and have fun while also creating success in my business. And so I just remember that moment of like appreciation for my life and for the fact that I could do this because as much as there's the struggles of being a business owner and worrying about this and worrying about consistency and stability and all of the things that we all worry about, no matter how big our business gets there's these moments where it's just like, oh yeah, this freaking rocks that I don't have to think about somebody else's business. That right now I can choose to launch something in my business, make a little bit of extra money, and that I get to show up and I get to play. And so that was the really big thing with that one was just like an appreciation for the fact that I could do that. 
Um, and it was one of honestly my favorite trips. Maybe, yeah, maybe my favorite trip was that trip. Also just because I like Disneyland. It's like the most basic thing ever, but I really do love it. Really inspires me. And every single time I go to Disneyland, I just get so inspired by the fact that one guy created a mouse, right? It's like so cheesy, but he created this empire, literally an empire. Like no matter how you feel about Disney, no matter if they've done effed up stuff or whatever, they've created an empire. And so that always inspires me. Next, this is going to be the longest podcast episode ever. I feel like I've talked about one. Maybe it's not going to be too long, but it just feels like I'm just tapping the surface. I'm not, I'm used to my like 15 minute podcast episodes, um, that are nice and easy to get off, but this one's going to be a little bit longer. So buckle in next up was alt summit. So this was more traditional business retreat and alt summit was a week long. Um, and actually there we ended up so I went with two of my good friends Lexi and Lily and we ended up going we ended up 10 days or something I'm pretty sure it was 10 days we went to LA first because they both wanted to visit like the fashion district and at the same time I had this mastermind I was in and I was supposed to go to this meeting with the mastermind and the night before I literally got sick like I was throwing up and I looking back I don't know what it was I don't know if it was that subconsciously I was afraid to show up in this mastermind because it was like a high level mastermind I don't know if subconscious or if the universe was like had bigger plans for me that day because how it ended up happening so I didn't end up going to the retreat and we ended up going on like a celebrity house tour of different houses and it which kind of part of me felt kind of weird about it I feel weird about celebrity stuff I think it's my ego first of all I feel weird acting like they're cooler than me (laughs) and number two I think it just feels kind of invasive but I honestly didn't care because it was so fun and just seeing all of the huge houses and driving around this bus it was so it was the best part of that week was that like celebrity tour so that was a thing um and I I at the end of the day was so glad that I didn't go to the mastermind event because I don't think it would have recharged me the way that that did and so some it feels weird it feels really weird to be like here's my takeaway feels like I'm giving like a presentation in school but my takeaway from that that I I just have to remind myself all the time and I'm probably gonna think bring this up in other retreats that I went to was sometimes fun. A lot of times fun is more important than the, the things we think we're supposed to do in our business. The masterminds, the courses, the obviously all of those stuff are important. That's freaking what I do for a living. Like I'm not going to sit here and tell you that that stuff isn't helpful. Um, and being part of that mastermind helped me in other ways, but it, it wasn't what I was supposed to do that day. Um, and especially moving into Alt Summit, and we'll get more into that, um, it wasn't like I, I would have felt exhausted and then moved into another week that exhausted me. So let's talk about Alt Summit. First of all, Palm Springs is so fun. Palm Springs is literally like the cutest 
funnest place. Um, there's not a ton to do, but the architecture is so cute and I'm freaking obsessed with houses. So even just driving around was cool. There's so many palm trees, which I feel like I should have known <laughs> because it's called Palm Springs, but you don't understand until you're there. There are so many palm trees, the mountains. Like I didn't even realize there was mountains there. It was so sunny and beautiful. And in Utah at that time, it's like freaking cold as balls. So it was nice to get into a place that was like sunny and happy. And we got there and not, I don't want to go into like every single thing that happened, but to be honest, I didn't love Out Summit. I, and this is something that I've really realized with a lot of retreats, workshop after workshop after workshop is not my style. And it makes me feel like I'm going to like a church event. Like it makes me feel like I'm having to sit and listen to these people or if it makes me feel like I'm in school, which you all know how much I hate school. It literally feels that way. So the first few days I was like, this is so boring. And a lot of the topics that people were talking about were things I could listen to in a podcast or things I definitely already knew. And so I, I guess a lot of the, a lot of the workshops were very specific, like how to grow an email list, how to do this, how to do that. And I already knew how to do all of those things. What I wanted was just to go to this place and see a lot of badass women and be expanded by them and be inspired by them. And so towards the end of Alt Summit, we started like not going to a lot of the workshops. We went to like a couple a day and just started doing more fun things like started eating fun places and we found out they had a free people in Palm Springs. We went shopping and it was a lot more relaxed. And by the end, I w was like happy to be there and I was happy I had gone. But in the beginning, I was like, I never want to go to this again. And to be honest, I don't think I would go again. Um, I, yeah, we'll see next year because I, I really didn't like it. it. It didn't match my learning style. I think for me, and this is something that's really important for me, especially as I go into hosting my own retreat and as I host this online retreat for you guys, I, it's really important for me to have the time and space to be able to study things and integrate things on my own. I don't want to be packed back to back to back with learning. I want to have time to integrate it into my own business and think about it and ponder on it. And I honestly don't give a shit about how this person grew their email list. Like that, that doesn't apply to me. And I will learn that in two minutes. Somebody could tell me I grew my email list by doing this quiz or I grew my email list by creating a funnel. And I'm like, okay, great. That's all I need to know. Like, I want to hear more about people's stories and make those connections. I think that's where retreats are really powerful. And there wasn't as much of that with Alt Summit. But I will say the networking at Alt Summit was definitely worth it. I met a lot of people who I had only known from online. I had only known through social media and meeting them in real life and being in their energy and getting to talk to them and hang out with them. That was totally worth it. So if you're going with that in mind and with people to meet there, like when they had like forced networking events, I was like, get me out of here. That is not my style that it's so like it's just not aligned for me. If you're into that sort of thing, it's a good place, but it's more so like finding out, okay, these people are going to Alt Summit. I know I want to meet up with them. That's when it's like more worth it. And that's like genuine real connections instead of just like, oh, you sell needle tufting patterns or whatever. Like that doesn't interest me and it's not going to excite me. Whereas if I know somebody like I've known online and followed their journey, it's so fun to meet with them in real life. So we did that. I came home actually feeling very inspired, um, even though it really exhausted me. 
<laughs> and I hated most of the workshops. There was a few really good ones. Um, but I actually ended up coming home really inspired and really inspired creatively. And then I didn't have anything for a few months. And then in July, I went to a one-on-one -on -one retreat with my coach at the time. And it was in Canada. It was two days. It was just me and her. And what the funnest part about this was, first of all, I just loved my coach to pieces. She's like, she's just amazing. And so being in her energy for the first time we had worked together for a year. And so being able to spend time around her in real life was awesome. And that's what you can't, you can't mimic that in other ways. You can't mimic being in somebody's energy by reading a book by them or listening to a podcast or whatever. Like that being in person energy is so huge. I think you get close to it on video. Um, but it's still, it's not as good as being in person. So being able to be in her energy was amazing. And then this had the totally, it makes sense because obviously I'm attracted to coaches who like are meant for me. And her, the vibe of the retreat was a lot more laid back. Like we did a ton of journaling. It was a lot of talking. The, the most fun part about it was being able to talk to somebody about my business for two days straight. You don't realize that you never do that. Maybe you'll talk with somebody for a few minutes, but then you start to feel, oh, I'm talking about my business too much. They're probably annoyed. Like being able to be with somebody and just talk through your business and your life and the things you want to bring, the things you want to manifest, the things you want to make happen was so fun. And I think moving into the new year, whatever, like as I attend retreats myself, I don't think I'll attend a ton of retreats that are big high quantities of people in big groups. I more like those one-on-one -on -one or really intimate retreats. That was a really important thing for me when I was creating my retreat. So I didn't want 50 people there. Like I wanted to keep it close and personal. So that one was amazing. I loved Canada. Um, I just, yeah, that was an overall amazing. And I've talked about that one before on one of my podcast episodes. I don't remember which number it was, but I did talk about that retreat. And that was the one where I talked about receiving a psychic reading, my first like real psychic reading. And that was amazing too. So July that happened. And then September, I took my sisters again to Disneyland. Um, again, kind of just the same vibe of like feeling so thankful that I could do that. Feeling so thankful I could take them there. Kind of just more like a vibe of appreciation for the fact of my life. Not appreciation for me, but like appreciation for the fact that I've been able to co-create with the universe this amazing life. And then a few days after that, I went to Morocco. So this was a, I want to say it was an eight day long retreat and ended up being over 10 days of traveling because I had uh, like long layovers. We had a day layover in Amsterdam either way. And this retreat was the most out of my comfort zone thing I've ever done. And I didn't realize how out of my comfort zone it was going to be until I was there. I wasn't stressed about it. I So I taught a lot of workshops at this retreat. I came as a coach. And I didn't worry about it. I don't worry about teaching. I don't stress out about it. Like it's, it's really easy. For, like I'm just talking about what I know. And so I don't, I don't panic about that type of thing. But when we first got to Amsterdam, I've never been to Europe and to be honest, I really struggled. Like, I didn't love it. I am kind of a basic <laughs> bitch. And I'm not ashamed of it. 
I like air conditioning. I like new buildings. I like, I really wanted to like Europe. I really wanted to like Europe. And I actually had paid for a 10 day trip through Europe the next month. And I canceled after I got back from Morocco because I just couldn't do it. It didn't feel fun. It didn't feel exciting. It was honestly really, really stressful. And it just was in a way and maybe like I wasn't supposed to be there or something. I don't know. There was something there that I was like, this just doesn't feel, it felt like a more confusing New York. And, um, I just didn't really align with Amsterdam. So then we came into Morocco and honestly, as soon as we started driving through the streets, I felt at home. Like it was a really weird feeling of, I loved being there. Like the actual place was crazy. It literally looked like we were in the streets of like Aladdin. I don't know if that's messed up to say. It's probably like not that culturally appropriate, but that's what it felt like. It literally looked like Aladdin. And I loved the vibe and the energy. And then we got into our Riyadh. It was absolutely beautiful. It was like being in a palace. I couldn't believe it. I was so excited the first night. And then it just was so out of my comfort zone. I think um, a big thing that I learned with this retreat was setting boundaries. So I was coming as like a person teaching. And it was really hard for me to to be able to show up and be there with all my energy, but then still continue throughout the day. So a lot of people are really shocked. And I've talked about this on this podcast before, but I am like the most introverted person ever. I am such an introvert. I cannot be around people. Non- I can't, I even struggle to be around somebody all day long. Like when I've gone on trips with my sisters or whatever, I have to kind of take the time to go do something on my own or I am absolutely exhausted and I get really grumpy and like ornery. And so 10 days of doing this, of never having a single moment of alone time was insane. It was really, really hard on me. And to be honest, it was probably, and this sounds so privileged. And I know, I know that it's really privileged of me to say this, but I'm not lessening my, (laughs) lessening my story. It was like maybe one of the hardest weeks of my life. I felt like I was at like, um, some sort of like camping trip where like I couldn't leave. And it was really hard because food is like a big thing for me. Uh, I'm unapologetically as a chubby girl saying food is a big thing for me, but I think as women, food is a big thing for all of us. And we, we ate really good food, but like we didn't have snacks. We were so, they told us to bring snacks, but I didn't even, I, I just was going into it with like no worries at all. And so the snacks thing was hard. It was all the, the actual environment thing of it. It was steps I should have taken for myself and steps that I should have taken to like take care of myself so that I was in a better mind space. And honestly, looking back, it's made me realize a lot more how important it is for me to have easy, healthy snacks at my house. Because normally I'm just flying by the seat of my pants and randomly going and getting this food. And whenever that happens, I'm always in a bad mood. Um, because I'm not like, I'm not creating this safe space at my home in my life where I feel like I can retreat in my everyday. It feels like I'm always going. And that's honestly something though that with this retreat was actually really nice. 
I never had to worry about where do I have to be? What do I have to do? What are we going to eat? Whatever. It was all taken care of. And that was really nice. I think it was just that I needed to step up and own the fact that like, I don't want to do yoga. I don't want to do this. Like set my boundaries so that I could have time to like decompress. Um, because that was a really hard thing for me. Now on the contrary side of it, because I put myself out of my comfort zone, if I had not gone to that thing or I don't know, done something else or stayed in a hotel, I would have never stayed in a hotel in Morocco. And the place that we stayed was like the nicest place you can stay in Morocco. But if I had taken myself out so I could have had that alone time, I wouldn't have made as cool of connections if I had done that. Um, because the women that I met on that retreat, the coaches, the people who attended, I cannot tell you how amazing they all were, how cool hearing their stories were, how many times I cried during the retreat. And on probably the second or the third to the last day, I was finally settled in where I felt like I was safe, where I felt like I could say, I don't want to go to this thing, where I felt like I could say my true opinion. And so I think a really big part of that retreat, a really big learning experience for me was stepping up and realizing that you don't have to do the things that you want to. And that isn't going to make anybody think anybody, anything less of you. So just a big boundaries thing that you running yourself until you're dry is going to feel a lot less good to you. And it's going to feel a lot less good to the people around you. I bet my energy was way less on the first few days where I was trying to do everything versus when I let myself sleep in, or I would you know, go in a corner and look through Instagram or whatever it was. Once I set those boundaries, everything felt better. And I think it too was just letting myself get into the situation. But a really big like aha moment with this traveling was I actually don't like adventures. I don't like like we went on a camel ride and it's hard for me because I want so bad to be like the cute girl who likes riding a camel and like going camping and whatever and like I love nature I want to experience nature from like a big cozy cabin and uh, I just realized like a big thing that I always thought I wanted to do was like go travel to all these places and I actually really like stability I really like having a house that is decorated exactly as I want to I like going on trips to these cool places but it's not like I want to live like a freedom lifestyle where I'm traveling with just my laptop like that is not meant for me and so it honestly was a big relief of pressure that I had put on myself to try to go to all these places and to try to travel here and go here it's like actually right now I really love my life and I really love my house and I really love you know the people in my life and so that was a big realization with that retreat too um but I think that was it with that one again it was that one was just like a big slap in my face with my comfort zone and me realizing how how big my comfort zone is and realizing how to set boundaries so I still feel safe and comfortable in a situation where I might not be totally safe and comfortable. Um, but it was honestly, when I think back on last year and I think of the experiences and the moments that I'll take with me, like, and remember for life, for sure, Morocco was one of them. So I'm actually planning on going with that same group to Bali next year and teaching in Bali. And 
you guys should come first of all. I don't even know if there's any signups still left, but message me if you want to come because it's going to be amazing. And moving into that, moving into going to Bali, I just know that there's these things. First of all, I'm going to bring hella granola bars <laughs> and maybe like Diet Coke, smuggle Diet Cokes into my suitcase. I don't know, but there's, there's going to be a lot of things that I'm going to do different this year. But overall, one of the coolest experiences ever and one of the things I love telling people about the most because we did all these crazy things like going to the rug shops and we went to a spa that was insane. The weirdest experience ever. Um, I always said I was going to do a podcast episode just about that spa experience. Maybe it'll happen one day, but unfortunately it hasn't happened yet. But it was the coolest experience ever, but it was the hardest week of my life. But I came back feeling refreshed and excited and motivated and with a new sense of like what I wanted to do in my business. And that one I was like half attending, but I was also a coach at just being away and being in a new like surroundings helps inspire you. And then my last retreat of the year was back to Toronto. We went into the countryside. I It was like Lake Ontario, I think. Um, and it was a a small intimate group retreat. So there was three other people there and it was with my coach at the time and, uh, the psychic medium who gave me a reading at the last retreat that I went to in Toronto. And this one was just awesome. It was so good. There was so many takeaways from that one. It was a really short, it was one or two nights. It was two nights. And I've learned that that's kind of the magic number for me. Like two to three nights feels really good. It feels, um, really doable to be away from my space for that long. Even when I'm traveling after four or five days, I'm so ready to be home no matter what it is. The only place I haven't been ready to come home is Hawaii, (laughs) but every other place I'm like, okay, I'm ready to be home in my bed with my shower and my clean stuff. And so anyways, this one was in Lake Ontario and I had a lot of takeaways that time. I should have, I don't think I did a podcast episode just about that retreat, but one of the main things that I, I had like come into my consciousness as I was going through the journaling prompts and doing all of these different things is I really struggle. I, I've, it's been something that I, my entire time in business have struggled with is trying to feel like, okay, what am I? Am I a designer? Am I a brand coach? Am I a business coach? Am I an intuitive coach? Like what are the things that I do and what is my specialty in my business? And as I was meditating one of the mornings, I just had it come in so strong that like, if I know, if I knew who I was, I would worry less about what I am. And that's kind of a big thing that I'm taking with me into 2020 is it's not about what I do. It's not about what I call myself. It's about who I am and it's about what I can offer to the world. And it's what I can offer to the world in that moment. And if that means that one week it's a course, then it's a course. If that means one week it's a retreat, it's a retreat. Like taking away that pressure to niche down so much that you almost paralyze yourself. And a niche is obviously important, but a niche is really going to happen when you let go of the pressure and you just start showing up as you. And so after that retreat, I was so confident in the fact that like, that's what I was doing. That's what I needed to focus on was just figuring out me. And that's been a really big thing actually that I've been focusing on as I move into this year is deleting all external influences, not deleting, but just unfollowing. I actually, (laughs) I'm going to do a full episode on this, I think, but I have had the strongest download that I need to 
unfollow everyone on my Instagram. And it makes everyone so... As When I've told people that, I've told my sisters that and certain friends. And they, first of all, are like, tell me not to do it. And then second of all, people, I think, start to get offended. Like, even my sisters, I was talking to some of my sisters. And they were like, but you can just follow sisters. And I'm like, what does it matter? Obviously, I'm going to still look at your stuff. I'm still going to look at everybody that I'm close to stuff. But it's just this idea of, like, not having to decide who do I follow? Who do I not follow? I just follow no one on Instagram. And I keep in contact with people through normal contact ways. And then I go and I stalk their Instagram when I want to see what they've been posting lately. And so that's been a really big thing that I've been having this feeling. Like, I have to cleanse my palate. I've taken in so much content. I've listened to so many books. I've taken so so many courses. I've had so many coaches. I follow so many people and I look at so many amazing posts all the time, but subconsciously you can be showing up as somebody else without even realizing it. And so that's been a really big thing as I move into this year is just cleansing that and coming back home to who I am. And it's actually kind of the worst because I was going through and unfollowing everyone and I actually was making Morgan do it. And then my account like got blocked for a second because it thought I was a bot. And I was like, okay, we'll wait for a day or whatever. And I started doing it yesterday and my account is blocked until the 6th of January. I can't comment or like any photos. I can still post, thank goodness. Um, but I was just like, what are the odds that like I'm not a bot and I get blocked just for trying to cleanse my followers out? But it makes sense because everybody does that like unfollow and follow thing. You know, I, I get it. I'm glad Instagram's like trying to cleanse the, the not realness from its platform. But so I'm blocked. If I don't respond to your guys' comments or like any of your photos, that's why. Um, but to be honest, that was a really hard thing for me to like actually do, because I've been thinking about unfollowing everybody on my Instagram for a long ass time, like a long freaking time. And I, I've been really afraid, like, oh, what if I unfollow everybody and then everybody feels offended and everybody wonders why, like, I'm not following them anymore and then they don't want to buy from me. And it's like, that's so stupid of me to think that somebody would buy from me just because I follow them. And it's this idea, this like energetic exchange that I'm really trying to work through this block is... I have to show up and be so much to somebody and I have to see every single post and I have to like it and I have to be so engaged with people for them to want to buy from me when in reality my courses, my products, everything I offer is so freaking good that you buying it is service enough to yourself because you're going to receive the content. It's not like I'm tricking you into just paying me money for following you, right? Oh, so anyways, that's a thing that I'm doing. And to be honest, that was something with retreats that I'm really trying to get out of my own head with as I plan this retreat. It's basically planned. Now I'm just figuring out like random bonus trainings I want to add or whatever. Um, but that's a, been a big thing as I've been planning it is I don't, yeah, I'm giving you this whole breakdown of every single retreat I've been to, how it's helped me, how it hasn't helped me. But in reality, this retreat is going to be nothing like any other retreat I've attended. And it's going to be the perfect retreat for the people who are coming. And it's going to be the perfect retreat for people who are attending virtually. And the only way to make sure it's totally aligned is to make sure you're starting from a fresh slate. And you're not thinking about what this person did or what this person did or what this person didn't do or how many people were at this retreat. You just literally tune in with, with yourself and say, how would I structure this if I could do it exactly how 
how I wanted to. Exactly how I feel like people would benefit from it the most. And that's why it's so important. No matter, I mean, freaking unfollow me. If you feel like you're listening to stuff and I'm not expanding you and the things that I'm saying are not expanding you, unfollow me. I don't care. Like, and I saw somebody post, so I made a, I made a uh, graphic that said, though, thou shall spend less time scrolling and more time creating and girl boss reposted it and a lot of the comments were like i love when accounts like this post stuff like that they were like sarcastic and they were like i love when accounts like this post stuff like this because they wouldn't be alive if we didn't spend less time or they wouldn't be here if if we didn't spend time scrolling on their page and it's like that's not the idea you idiot (laughs) should i comment that on one of their replies but like the idea behind me being on instagram isn't to get you guys to spend a ton of like time scrolling through my page the idea is for you to get inspired and then go do your own thing and if you do that from a post that's fine if you do that from taking one of my courses that's fine if you do that from going to one of my retreats that's fine you know the level of energy and the level of like involvement you want me to have with your business and if that's zero involvement then unfollow me that doesn't mean anything about you that doesn't mean anything about me that just means we weren't the right energetic match um so I there was more I was gonna say about that thing with the less time scrolling more time creating but the people who are so butthurt by stuff like that I'm like you're the people that are spending all the time scrolling people who actually create understand that when you're saying something like that it is more so around the fact that the creating and the scrolling can happen at the same time. I freaking scroll Pinterest. A big part of my creative process is Pinterest. I don't know what I would do without Pinterest because it really does inspire me in different ways, whether it's just a cool picture that has nothing to do with what I'm designing or creating or writing about. It really does inspire me. Um, but with Instagram, it was more than that. It felt heavy. And so that's why I knew I needed to do a cleanse and unfollow everybody. I still love posting. I love creating content for you guys. I love writing and creating things that's going to inspire you. But at the time that scroll felt really heavy to me. So I'm eliminating that by unfollowing everybody. Um, but I don't know what that has to do with retreats. (laughs) I just haven't talked to you guys in a really long time. And so now everything is coming out, but I hope that that kind of expanded you around retreats and kind of my idea behind it is as you're looking into the new year and you're thinking about what do I want to do for my business what do I want to invest in you're getting excited about certain things you can have the knowledge I thinking back I'm like I don't even know if I talked about the individual retreats (laughs) I feel like I just described them and took about my takeaways let me tell you what I like in a retreat and what I don't like overall so you can have some takeaways overall (laughs) guys podcasts are a practicing situation and if I'm not podcasting or going live often I think I forget how to put my words into cohesive sentences um okay I like smaller groups for retreats I actually like just me (laughs) for retreats the best like I like to just be able to have the time on my own um that's how I work best uh but if you're somebody who's an extrovert and you like the big energy go to like one of those big conferences or go to one of those bigger events where you can make a lot of like close friendships I think anything over 20 or over 30 is gonna be too big for me I don't think I'll ever go to one of those again unless one of my friends like really wants to go um you will learn from a retreat what you decide to learn what you allow yourself to learn um and I didn't really talk about that much in recalling my experiences but you could show up to retreat and not allow yourself to take in any
any new information. It would be the biggest waste of time. But if you go into any sort of retreat, any sort of course with an open mind and saying, okay, what does the universe want me to learn from this? What lessons can I take? How could I apply this into my business? It will be worth it. You will, you will get results. You will get takeaways. You will have breakthroughs. You will have thoughts come through that will make it 10 times worth the value invested. Even if it was a hundred thousand dollar retreat, you easily, if you showed up and you put the effort into it, you would get a million dollars worth of takeaway from that. Um, third thing, create the space to feel safe in whatever retreat situation you're going to. So if that's going to a space where you're going to be staying with other people, make sure you prioritize excuse me, I have the hiccups. Make sure you prioritize finding space on your own to be able to sit and even just scroll through your phone. If that feels grounding to be able to write in your journal, like prioritize that time in that space that you can have your own breakthroughs because any of my breakthroughs haven't happened as we're sitting there as a group. Most of them have happened on my own going deeper. Um, and I think the last thing is don't be afraid to not want to do these things, to not want to go to all the things that people are talking about, the alt summits, the create and cultivate, the big retreat that three of your friends are going to, but it doesn't feel aligned for you. Realize that you get to choose what you want to do in your business. You get to choose what to spend your money on. And if something doesn't feel fun and exciting to you, then don't go on it. It's as simple as that. Um, and if something feels really fun and exciting to you, then do it. So I'm excited for 2020. I'm excited to help you guys more in 2020. I'm going to be going in the same direction, but a lot deeper. Like I'm still going to be talking about the same things that I talked about in 2020, but we're going to be going even deeper. So I'm excited to tell you more about that. But I want to remind you today, registration is opening for the virtual version of the CEO slumber party. So if you didn't get in before, if you didn't get in before we sold out, or maybe you just didn't even have the funds to do it, this is available for early bird pricing until Friday. It's an insane price. We have payment plan options available. You will get access to the workshops every single day. So you'll be going along with them at the same time as us. Or if you're like next week's freaking crazy, you have access to the workshops forever. So you'll always be able to go back. This could be something you do every single quarter. This could be something you do every single year, like whatever. It's just going to help you align so much and head into the year knowing where you're taking your business and knowing who you are and how to get it to the place that you want it to be at. Because remember, anytime you are being shown something, anytime you're being shown the future of your business, you can get there, but you have to be willing to take those scary steps. You have to be willing to do the aligned action. You have to be willing to evolve into that highest version of you who has those things already. So going to be really good. Message me on Instagram for more information and just thanks for being here with me and my jumbled thoughts and listening to this podcast. Um, I hope as I move into 2020, I'm going to have a lot more energy. I was going to say time. I already have a lot of time to be honest. I spend a lot of time just being tired, but I'm hoping as I move into 2020 and I'm doing these new self-care items, which I'm sure I'll tell you guys more about, but I'm hoping I have more energy to do a lot more episodes for you guys, um, to help motivate you and inspire you in your business endeavors. Okay. Until next time. Bye.